Welcome back, everyone. I'm Tony Brown, and you're listening to Firearms Cafe, the show where we discuss the philosophies of responsible firearms ownership, as well as the relevant issues and challenges that we face in the current gun culture. Well, hey, everybody. What is going on? How is everybody doing out there? Hope you're doing well. It's been a while since I've been able to talk to you. Today is Wednesday. It's the 1st of November, 2023. And I've got some behind-the-scenes news for you guys. Before we jump into that, let's go ahead and get the contact info posted. The email address is firearmscafe at protonmail.com. And if you want to record your own audio, have me play it for you on the show. Or if you want me to read out an email that you send, that's the place you send it. If you go over to the website, which is firearmscafe.com, all the little buttons for all my social media stuff is there so you can check all that stuff out if you're ever so inclined. All right, let's talk about, I guess this would be maybe a state of the podcast or an update type show that we're going to be doing today. We'll talk a little bit about some of the firearm stuff that's been going on. But first, you're going to start noticing as a subscriber to this show, you're going to start noticing that there is going to be stuff from my other podcast that's going to be making its way over. And my other podcast, for those of you guys that don't know, is called The Armed Ape. And it originally started out as a kind of maybe like a product review with movie reviews kind of thrown in. And it's kind of morphed into where it's more mainly just movie reviews. I've had a bit of a technical issue. The way that um, you're, that you get your podcast or you get your content and stuff from, from most podcasts is they'll have a, what's called an RSS feed. And basically without getting too far down into the dirt. That's what lets your podcatcher, so if you use Overcast or if you use Apple, you know, iTunes or Apple Podcasts or if you use Google or Prime or whatever, that's kind of what lets it know, oh, hey, there's new stuff, you know, bring it to your, um, bring it to that podcaster so that you, you'll be able to listen to it or bring it to the podcatcher, I guess I should say. So anyway, that has kind of gone wacky. It... Well, that's basically all we need to know. I talked to a friend of mine. He took a look at it. He's like, it looks like it's something deep in the software. Maybe it's somewhat of a, a simple fix. I, you know, I don't know. I've tried to contact who I have it, uh, WordPress. I've tried to contact a couple, like the, the plug-in thing, who, who's, which makes it to where I can upload the stuff. I've tried to contact... The, the place where I host it and that nobody gets back to you. Nobody cares. So anyway, it's going to be relatively easy for me to start porting some of the reviews and some of the shows over. Eventually I'll get them all over from way back when, not that anybody's clamoring for them, but I'd like to have sort of everything in there. Now I know there's going to be some people, probably it's a small minority who would say, ah, eh, you know, I just want firearm stuff. I don't want to have to listen to your movie reviews or this, that, and the other thing. And I get that. But the reality is this is kind of what's happening. It's going to make it easier for me maybe to eventually just combine everything so everything will be under the Firearms Cafe umbrella. And I'll just have one site to deal with. Eventually, I will probably get rid of Armed Ape altogether. It doesn't cost that much to keep it up and running. But once I have everything pushed over, I may just decide to go ahead and shut it down. So anyway, that's some of the behind the scenes stuff. So the reason I'm telling you guys this is that you will start to see 
some of my reviews and things coming up. It'll again, it'll just pop up in the feed. If you don't want to listen to it, just delete it and and kind of move on. All right. So let's talk about, I think the last show that I did, we were talking about what the ATF was doing and all the different things that they're trying to do. Uh, So where do we want to even start? What was it a a month or so ago that New Mexico governor did the, tried to restrict concealed and open carry. Um, That kind of went nowhere. And I may go in more into depth on that, on a, on a upcoming show and sort of kind of really get the timelines and sort of see what happened. Just, it's interesting to me. There are a lot of cases that are going on out in California. There is the assault weapons ban. There is the high cap mag ban, those, and a lot of it, well, a lot of this stuff is going to sort of have the same explanation behind it. There was also the cargo case, which had to do with the bump stocks. And basically they're saying, well, that's, that's not a machine gun. There's also what Biden had tried or the Biden administration is trying to reclassify what is going on with if you if you live in a state where you have private sales so where i live in arizona there you don't have to go through a uh, a gun dealer to sell a, a gun if it's privately owned and we, we've talked about this sort of almost ad nauseum on the show in past shows but basically in private sales states and especially here in arizona you just have to the, your due diligence consists of making sure that they're an Arizona state resident. And then you would have to have no reason to believe that they would be a prohibited possessor or that they're buying it for somebody who couldn't get a gun through normal channels. It's not a way necessarily to skirt uh, laws or to to aid in criminality. That's not what uh, what the intent behind having private sales is. And although that's what the people who are against it would say that it is, but that's not really what it is. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. I, I don't think it's going to go, that's going to have too too much, uh, have too many legs. Is that the right phrase? Somebody say, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Anyway, the other thing was the, uh, what do they call it? Forced reset triggers. Is that FRTs? I think that's what those are. And basically though, they've, I think they've ruled that those aren't machine guns. So some of those bands are going to be, maybe stayed or backed off on the, the probably the major thing I would say the ones that would have probably the most importance would be the pistol brace stuff that we're going through. And then also probably what's going on in California with the uh, magazine bans and the assault weapon bans. So let's talk about the California stuff first, and then we'll end up with a pistol brace and we'll, we'll kind of, tie that stuff together and we'll go ahead and bring the show to a close with the, uh, the ban on high cap magazines, basically. And I think it's anything, is it over 10 in California? They consider high capacity. I think it was through Benitez and I'm doing this stuff kind of off the top of my head. So if I get some of the details wrong, forgive me. And some of the details won't, doesn't really matter all that much, but he basically had said, no, this is unconstitutional. You can't do it. It doesn't make something more dangerous. Da, 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 da. Also, in his ruling, he had said, so no law enforcement that is in the state of California can enforce this. Meaning, 
even if you were federal, that you can't, so the FBI can't do it, ATF can't do it. Um, but also, of course, you know, no, no sheriffs, no police departments, none of that. They can't enforce that stuff. So what's happened, that was, that ruling was made. And then the attorney general, and I forget that guy's name, uh, basically has filed an, a kind of an appeal on it. And I don't, I, I think that's the right word. And it's going to go, I think it went up back up to the ninth circuit. And then they did a whole bunch of stuff that procedurally wouldn't, that they normally wouldn't do. So I think that eventually what's going to happen is that the, this case, and it will probably be folded in with the assault weapons ban, because that was overturned by uh, Benitez. And some of this stuff, and, and some of this stuff will tie in with the pistol brace stuff too. When we talk about common use, the doctrine of common use or the theory of common use, what does that mean? So with the California stuff, that's going to go, um, I think, up to the ninth, back up to the ninth circuit. And then eventually it probably will go up to the Supreme Court of the United States. And some people will say, oh, because of Bruin. And what Bruin is saying is, oh, it has to have, you have to have um, text history and tradition basically meaning like at the time of the second amendment was written what did they intend for that to do knowing that it's going to go forward in time and basically that's that's how they have to to look at a lot of these things and when they are if they're forced to do it under that and with some other cases that have happened a lot of these things are going to i think be struck down with the pistol brace what what has happened in some of these other, and I think that's out of Texas. Is that out of, I think that's out of Texas. So I think that's maybe the fifth, was that the fifth circuit? And I think that's with O'Connor, I think is the, the federal uh, court judge there. But anyway, he was kind of tying this stuff into basically saying like the, the ATF is kind of overreaching, but also some of this stuff was like, well, it's also common use. And one of the things that he wrote, and I I should have pulled it up before I started, I just decided I'll just get on here and start talking to you guys. But he wrote something, and it's a bit of a paraphrase, but he was saying that, oh, just because you put a stock or a brace on something doesn't make it more dangerous because what it does is it increases accuracy and stability and therefore having those things on there makes the firearm safer because you have you have better control over it than you do without it so i guess long story when we sort of step back on some of this stuff is i I think eventually, and it may take three to five years, uh, but I think eventually what will happen is under probably for the the for all three of these, the, which is the the magazine, the uh, just uh, assault weapon, so just the the type of rifle that you have, and the pistol brace are all going to come under for a big part of this are all going to come under common use. And what that basically says is, look, if this is something that throughout the United States everybody has, then it falls under that common use thing and you can't really regulate it. 
the idea that common, you know, then people would say, well, okay, well, if that's the idea that if all, all these people, if a bunch of people have it, what is the number that makes it common use versus uncommon? So in a country of, you know, 320 some odd million, and then you have to cut that number down because you would say, okay, of those, who would be the people who would be eligible to own that type of stuff by virtue of being an adult? And then you have to kind of say, okay, well, that's that's this amount. And then we would have to say for it to be common use, the anti-gun people would say, oh, you need to have at least 100 million people that have them. But there's been cases, I think, with stun guns, and I can't remember the name of the case, but what they, I think they ruled it was, was it 200 or 250,000 of, of stun guns basically said, okay, that makes it common use. There's, there's enough out there. And it may have even gone up to 400,000. That being the case, there are millions of AR-15s in the country. There are millions of 30-round AR mags, even millions of 30-round Glock mags. There are millions of magazines that are 15 rounds, that are 17 rounds, that are 20 rounds. There's millions and millions and millions. So those would fall under the umbrella of common use. There are, I think, the most conservative number of pistol braces. I think they were saying probably 20 million, maybe as many as 40 million throughout the, throughout the country. So again, that's going to all fall under common use. There's also, and I don't know if this would have that much, um, what I want to say, maybe influence or something that they would kind of put a lot of, of weight on. But the idea that they're saying like, oh, well, if you have this short barrel rifle, anything under 16, it's inherently dangerous. But if you want to pay $200, then you can, you can have it. So the argument would be, well, wait a minute, you're, it's, it's like pay to play, right? So they would say, well, so it's, it's, if you pay $200, if you can afford to pay $200, then it's not dangerous. And I think that that argument may eventually come come up as they may say, well, you can't you can't tax a right, and I think of and that may be again within that three to five year window. What I'm hoping happens is within that three to five year window, I think probably they will maybe get rid of the distinction of short barrel rifle. So that may eventually just go away. Uh, I don't think machine guns will ever be deregulated, unfortunately. But you know that that's probably a battle that's going to be rather you'd have we'd have to be rather lucky to probably to be able to win that one. So anyway, I think that's about it for today. Like I said, I think the show is going to be a little bit shorter. I'm trying to think if I got anything else for you guys, and I don't think I do too much. Again, kind of going back, you're going to start to see a lot more content coming over because I'm going to start going back and just bringing over a bunch of the reviews and a bunch of the stuff that I did. Eventually, I will, and I'll sort of see how that goes. And eventually, I will, um, well, I don't even know if I'm going to have to go into the actual individual files and maybe edit out some stuff. 
And if that's the case, it'll go a little bit slower. But if I, I may just port them over and uh, I don't know, we'll have to see on that. So if you would like to contact me, if you have any information on any of this stuff, or if I've gotten stuff kind of screwed up or I, I'm not, haven't really gotten the procedure right. Cause you know, with a lot of this stuff, you know, I was going to say, go ahead and just let me know, you know, contact me, let me know. But a lot of this stuff, unfortunately, when you'll look at maybe things on YouTube or you see things on a blog or you see something on TikTok and they'll say, you know, the, the court has struck down bands forever. Pistol brace, it's a victory. It's this, it's that. And it's like, well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. And again, a lot of this stuff is like a ping pong match or it's like a tennis match where you're just watching it go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then even when they when it goes up to the to the Supreme Court and you think, oh, man, that was going to be an ace. They were, you know, that's going to be a or a slam dunk or something like that. Right. And it's like they sometimes the Supreme Court will take a very narrow and focused view or ruling on that particular case. So it may not go to the whole country. So, again, like with I think with the pistol brace, they were saying, well, if you're a member of uh, firearms, was it Firearms Policy Coalition? If you're a member of Gunners of America, or if you're this store, if you're that store, then you're kind of covered for right now. Ba-da-da-da-da. And eventually that stuff would probably be the intent of the court that it would be challenged, but not challenged where it has to go all the way back up to the Supreme Court, but challenged where it goes up to one of the lower courts or one of the state courts or one of the, the uh, federal, like the district courts of like the night or circuit courts, I should say. And then what, what would happen is they would say, well, at the Supreme Court, they ruled this. So they set this precedent. So if it's okay for people that are members of, you know, Firearms Coalition or for Gun Owners of America or Second Amendment Foundation, whatever it is, then really it's got to be okay for everybody as long as they're not a prohibited possessor. And eventually that stuff, you know, gets its, gets uh, gets ironed out. But the challenges are going to go back and forth. And that, unfortunately, is just sort of the nature of the game. So anyway... Let's go ahead and draw it to a close for today. I'll give you that contact info uh, one last time. The And this is going to be it probably going forward for for both mine. So if you listen to the other one, to the Armed Ape, uh, like I said, everything's, I think, just going to get ported over to here eventually. So if you want to write an email and have me read it out for you on the show, or if you want to record your own audio, and I'll play it for you on the show. Send that to me at firearmscafe at protonmail.com and I will take care of it for you. All right, my friends, I will talk to you next time.
Thank you.